Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to session six of Fallout Frozen Atom, an actual play of the Winter of Atom campaign by Modifius Entertainment. My name is ELH, the Game Master, and joining me are our intrepid crew of Wastelanders. Uh, we have a small surprise for you after introductions, but let's just go ahead and get those introductions out of the way. Uh, Saxy Guitar, anything you want to shout out or, you know, throw out there for the people? Nothing to throw out. Just uh, I, Saxy Guitar, playing the uh, luckiest, just the luckiest man alive in the wasteland. Paradoxopus, what do you got going on? Uh, nothing much. Um, if you want to play games with me in person, um, the September 1st through the 3rd, Salt Con, just look that up and you see me in person if you so desire. All right. Uh, Mukies, anything you want to shout out? Uh, not particularly, just, uh, hello, yes, uh, Mukies, that's my name, don't wear it out, uh, <laughs> uh, playing Kate, the raider, who is probably going through some withdrawal symptoms right about now. <laughs> probably. But yeah, uh, small surprise, TechnoNerd actually did an entire introduction, uh, video for us. If you're on YouTube, you've already seen it, but for those on stream, enjoy. And welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed that intro again. That was made by TechnoNerd. Love him on the channel. It was good of him to make that for us. So definitely check out TechnoNerd if you need anything Star Trek or Fallout related. He's your guy. But where we last left off, I believe, Brother Hugh, you have a little bit of an opening narration for us. I certainly do. <clears throat> right, Adam. It is with a humble heart I come to you today because I was forced to strike down two of your followers. They were misguided followers, but they were being manipulated by the last son of Adam. These false believers were trying to harm Beatsville, another settlement that we've come across, by breaking the water purifier again. I beseech thee to guide me along your chosen path and give me strength to stand against these heretics in the future. The last son of Adam's congregation has caused many changes in my views of Adam, but I know that you will guide me. Hopefully we'll be able to continue a better standing within Beatsville, and you will guide me as the infinite creator you are. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Am whoa! I read it wrong. <laughs> Am Am. We'll just cut so, yeah. it. Don't worry about it. Just cut it. Cut it. Fix it in post. Yeah, there we go. We'll fix it in post. 
But yeah, so <laughs> we we do resume uh, maybe about a few minutes after you've sort of stood over the bodies of Janie and the other brother of Adam. Um, you've already checked over their bodies. You've gone you've gone over the whole gamma gun thing. Uh, according to my notes from last session, the gamma guns were not uh, repairable, or if they were repairable, they would have taken a lot of junk to do. So I think you all just sort of left it there for the time being. However, uh, you will notice that the uh, Child of Adam uh, member that Janie was coming to meet, there are foot tracks to what appear to be a small overhang uh, that is got uh, embers of a campfire in it and it has sort of been packed with walls of snow. So it's kind of like a hill with a small overhang and then it's almost like an igloo with walls uh, that sort of hide this from view. Um, would you want to check that out or would you want to move on is the question. I mean, no how could we not check it out? Looking. Yeah. At the very least, we could put them in this small camp so that they may have a little bit of rest. That's fair. The dead bodies? Yes. Uh, yes. They say rest in peace, but uh, I don't believe that they'll be able to fully rest in peace, considering they chose violence. Rest in pieces. I suppose, yes. <laughs> All right. He says as he he's cleaning off his power fist. <laughs> just just oh. a few sucks of of gray matter on it, you know. Nothing, nothing major. <laughs> While he's doing that, I'll throw a body over my shoulder. It's just like that. Yeah. Just, you know, casually over the <laughs> yeah. Thing. Yeah. I might be. I still have a decent strength score, guys. Not enough to use melee weapons, <laughs> but strong enough I can carry things. <laughs> Isn't that what matters at the end of the day? Yes. Oh, Actually, I need to carry junk. This is true. You do have an inordinate amount of junk. This this is true. And I think that's what we were plan was for the broken gamma guns too. Was just to scrap them. Thank mm -hmm. you. I never added the broken gamma guns to my inventory. <laughs> uh, is that two then broken gamma guns? Yep, two broken gamma guns. Don't but mind yeah. me. As uh, as you all start to head into this little hovel, as I'm going to call it. Um, immediately, you don't have to do any roll because what's in the hideout is immediately available. And let me go ahead and give you all ownership permission. So you do see that there is the embers of a campfire with a small little hole in the roof for the smoke to come out. Um, there is a somewhat worn but still intact set of leather armor, including the chest piece, the leg, and the arm. Um, there are some 45 bullets for some reason. There is a bottle of bourbon, a thing of canned dog food, two mute fruit. There's also a handheld radio, a flare gun, and three signal flares. Ooh, I like radios. Is the radio on or is it off? Uh, it is currently I, off. I will go tinker with it, make sure it's in good condition, make sure it's on and everything. Okay. Uh, why don't you go ahead and give me a intelligence and a, I guess a science would apply here. Uh, difficulty of one. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can move things out of the way so I can see what I roll. There we go. Um, I want to do a science check. I think I rolled a two. Yep, I see two on my end. So you get an AP for your trouble. You would know that the frequency that the radio is currently set to is not one that is found in the Commonwealth, or at least not oh. one that you're familiar with. So, for example, you know that there are a few radio stations in the Commonwealth, including 
uh, cool radio from Beatsville. But again, the frequency that this radio is set to is not one that you know of. In fact, you're pretty sure that this is a radio channel that is used for communication rather than a one-way broadcast, if that makes sense. Does this radio show any signs of being modified that I can send back or only receives? Uh, if you spend two AP or one luck, it is capable of sending. A short mm. distance, but still sending. I was just more curious if it was sending. Hmm. Um, does it have any like traces of radiation on it that I could feel? Uh, if you go up and feel it, yes. In fact, you do feel that the receiving portion of the radio is a little bit warm. Not quite enough to take radiation damage or points, but it is a little bit warm. My god, they're transmitting radiation. <laughs> uh, actually, no. Anything, Just about everything pre-ward was made with a fusion core for some reason. And they wondered why radiation was so bad after the bombs dropped. My god, from the transmission. <laughs> well, it, by and large, let's say, yes. you know, a candle <laughs> versus a bonfire. I'm more worried about the bonfire. I'm just saying, any size of nuclear bomb is still a nuclear bomb. You've seen a mini-nuke, right? Yes, I have. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just... Keep that in mind. A lot of things are running on nuclear power, especially if they're pre-war. Like this uh, radio. I guess I should check it now. I could be horribly wrong. Is it? <laughs> is it like a radiation yeah. radio? Yeah. You, you were talking about possible Maybe I could use some Children of Adam code words and maybe get a response. Figure out where this is going. Uh yeah, I will spend the two AP, I guess, to make it work as a uh, two-way radio. Okay. You don't want to spend your one bajillion luck. <laughs> look, man, I need to look at my trinket still today. Uh, I only uh, have uh, six uh, luck before uh, doing uh, that. Uh, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Six? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how, like how much I have total at all times. Yes, let me but if double you check to, that. If you want to attack, how do you do it? With my hands. Uh huh. And if I want to attack, you attack luck? with your mind. <laughs> I either have to spend a luck point to get mysterious stranger, or spend a luck point so I can actually hit something. Yes, I have six luck, by the way. Yeah. See. You, you didn't spend your luck to make it work both ways. <laughs> I, I'm not smart enough to do it. I could do it, but... <laughs> okay. That's, that was Sorry, funny. mommy Thank and daddy you. are fighting. Yes. <laughs> Who's They're... mommy? Who's daddy? <laughs> They're a little upset about how many luck points I have. Back to you, DM. What is this radio... <laughs> Anything coming from this radio now that I have it working and it works both ways? I was literally just waiting for you to say something. So uh, when you turn on the radio, it starts as static for a little bit, and then it starts to be like a number station. If you're not familiar with a number station, it's basically a 
pre-recorded or at least a computer generated voice reading off a series of numbers. Um, however, uh, after about maybe two, three minutes of listening, a voice, uh, male in origin, uh, though it does have some feminine, it's kind of weird, it's kind of androgynous after a few moments of listening, so either, again, it's a computer-generated voice or it's modulated. Um, but what you hear is that uh, the voice says, My sisters and brothers across the Commonwealth, you are doing well in the current days. There will be a radiation blizzard within the next week. Use it to infiltrate settlements and to bring the warmth of Adam's glow to everyone. And then there's a pause. The message repeats once, twice, and then a different voice, this one distinctly male, says, all sex, please report in at your pre-designated chirp-in time. And then that repeats once, and then there's silence. And then if you wait about 15 minutes, you'll start to hear radio broadcasts from what are presumably other Last Son of Adam members. And they're just, they're speaking in code, so they don't outright say, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so, and this is what I'm saying. Um, it's something more aligned the lines of, this is K, I'm at Z, things are going as planned. You know, short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah, and I attempt, this is a real gamble here, I don't think this is going to happen, mm. to listen to the broadcast and try to, uh, let's say, on the fly, try to translate those. Like, mm. basically write down everything I hear and then try to see if I can translate the code. It might not be something I can do now. It might be something that over time I might be able to put together mm. but is that something i could attempt to do like is it now or later i'll give you a choice you can either do it now at a difficulty of five or you can just say that you're spending time listening to the radio as you travel and i'll keep a running tally of how much information you've heard and then eventually i'll say you can roll again at a much lower difficulty hmm. and how many luck points do i have to spend Oh, my God. Well, I mean, it would be, uh, I believe it's one luck to lower the difficulty by one, if I'm remembering the chart correctly. So, technically, if you want to spend three luck, you could bring it down to a difficulty of two. Hmm. Oh, now all of a sudden you have luck points to spend? Yeah. Do you know how viable <laughs> it would be to have codes? No, no, it's true. It's true. But we could ruin, just have it later. I could ruin everything. <laughs> How about this? Um, could I spend a luck point to at least glean some information as to the kind of formula that they're using to communicate? Sure. I can give you that much since you are a child of Adam and you would be at least somewhat familiar with base codes. So what you're going to realize is that there is a uh, pattern, which is probably obvious. But what I mean by that is it starts with a code name or at least a letter of their code name. So, for example, um, if Janie, who is now dead, uh, was to report in, her code name would be J. Um, the second letter that they mention is location. So, if she was reporting from Beatsville, it would be B. And then there is a scale of numbers that they go through one through 10. And you would know based on your luck spend that. 
a 1 generally means that things are going as planned, and a 10 means that things are not going as planned. So lower is better, at least as far as the last son of Adam are concerned. Did I happen then to hear a P and a D give a number for uh, the Parker Ooh. in Diamond City? Let's take a look. Because uh, I have this Good idea. somewhere. Since I know yes, uh, there is a broadcast that you hear, and it is a six. So assuming the one is good, we definitely have delayed them there. Um, Do I... We did just learn about uh, a city called Good Neighbor. Did I hear one where the second one was a G? Nope, not listed. Hey, that's also useful information. This one luck point has gotten us so much info. <laughs> you, that's because the luck point incredible. weight, I carry much more in it because I that's spend it, it appropriately. <laughs> Before we start um, fighting again. Yes, yeah. go ahead. Uh, Brother Hugh's going to step up to the radio uh, and he's going to do a little improv to see if he can break up kind of the standard chatter and he's going to say um, this is J at B scouring has occurred long division please advise hmm why don't you give me a... This is obviously charisma, but I'm debating if this should be a sneak or if this should be, like, something else. Hmm. Let's just keep it charisma and speech. Let's just keep it standard. Okay. Um, but I am going to make the difficulty a four here. Uh, I'm going to give you three AP then so that I can roll I four it. dice. Okay. Target right. number 12. Do you wish to re-roll one of those? Yes. Alright, spend the luck. Oh. Well, you, you can't re-roll the 20, but you could re-roll the 18 still. Yeah, I'm going to be out of luck, but that's what I'm going to do. Did you really do another Way 18? too often. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was looking at that like nothing changed. Can I try to assist him by uh, while he's speaking, I make it so uh, I basically mess with the radio in a way to make it to sound like uh, it's struggling to get there. So You're going some pieces. Yeah, yeah. trying to make it sound like there's a, piece, a tunnel. So basically, it might be a little more believable that something sounds a little off when talking to them. I'll give you the assist as an intelligence and science, but the complication is definitely going to factor in here. Also, oh. you did just get uh, 3 AP from chat, so thank you, chat. Oh, thank you. Okay. I'm rolling one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you actually are going to go up to 4 AP with uh, the extra success there. So there's silence on the other end. Like, there's not the usual receptive, you know, playback. But after a moment, the, the stern male voice says, 
Jay, please report. Please repeat. Uh, which B are you referring to? Uh, I, I guess I'll just say possible Beatsville. I'm looking through my notes here. It's not just me being silent. <laughs> no, we're okay. doing some crazy shit here. You're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you say that, and then after a moment, the voice says, "Are you able to make a rendezvous?" No. Um, <laughs> I'll say. The mother of fog has slowed me. Can you give me a good coordinate? So this is going to be another intelligence and science on the professor's part because you're going to get a set of coordinates in code. Um, difficulty of three on this one. Ooh. Do I spend three to roll four? Or do I just spend... Wait, who's, who's leading this check? Uh, the professor is, because that's okay. a code-breaking thing, yeah. Okay. He has three AP. Use three AP? Because yeah. I would be very surprised if I can't do it with three. So yes, do three. Which means science. I get to roll four dice. And then can I use my speech as the assist, since I'm the one doing the talking? Oof. Yeah. I could say that. So there is going to be four successes. So you're going to get one AP back. I, I see oh. six successes. I don't know what six you're talking successes. about. All right. Oh, All right. You're seven successes. I see seven successes. Oh. <laughs> you get a lot of AP back. Also, um, because I have a lab coat, that reroll was free. Thank you. Yay. Fair enough. You can't spend that luck. So <laughs> you're going to get coordinates. And if you were to look uh, on a map of the Commonwealth, um, you would see that the coordinates are next to a settlement known as Big Top. And they're probably about a two-hour journey away from Big Top, but you're close enough that you could visit the settlement very easily. Now, you're not told what's going to be at these coordinates. You're not told who or what. Um, you're just given these set of coordinates, and then the radio uh, kind of goes back to the normal code chatter. Uh, as a response, say... We'll travel at Adam's first light. Okay. That'll give us a chance to sleep. Did not expect. I, I sorry. I should this in character because this is an incredible thing we just did. <laughs> I didn't think we could pull off a spy gig so easily. Well, is it is it really a? Well, I guess it could be a spy gig, but. Uh... I don't really move through the shadows very much, so... The best spies I'm, don't need to. I just feel like I'm bringing more light to the shadows than necessarily skulking in them. That's fair. Yeah, and Cage just has no idea what, what just <laughs> went on with that. Well, uh, I believe that we should pack up what we can from here and spend the nights in Beast... Uh, Beatsville, and maybe after that we could head to this big top. I've never quite heard of that before. I don't... I don't think I recognize that name. May I see if I recognize that name, DM? Actually, I was going to say Rage and Kate would have heard about it. Ooh, Kate! 
Oh, yes. That that name sounds familiar to me. So, hmm, Kate, you would know <laughs> that uh, Big Top is quite literally a Big Top. It's a circus tent. <gasps> Let me write that down before I forget. Uh, you know, guys, you, you're going to love this. This Big Top is exactly what it sounds like. It's the top of a circus tent. Hmm. Peculiar. Hmm. What you, a circus is, I don't know. I was about to say, I was <laughs> waiting for the explanation of the circus, but... I, 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 I can help with this one. Normally, uh, amazing. Uh, they try to do put on like an amazing show. Uh, for example, help you see things that you're not used to. Um, so there's narcotics involved. Yeah, I was, that would explain I why Kate don't. <laughs> I can't say there isn't, uh, but like for example, uh, people walking a tightrope from really high up sounds dangerous. Yes, that's the draw of it. It's supposed to be uh, you're going to go see something you won't see every day. You're going to see someone get hurt. That sounds like a so good some time. sort of gladiatorial entertainment show. Sometimes. I've heard they sometimes fight lions. Or is that train lions? Both? There's an entire train of lions? No. <laughs> train. Like, oh, you have, have yes. you ever seen someone like work with a dog? Yes, I, I understand. Yeah. what you're, I'm just trying to wrap my head around this whimsy. Yeah, it's that's, an, that's also a good word for it. Just kind of whimsy impressive things you won't see every day. I once heard about a man shooting himself out of a cannon at one. Mm. They they get interesting. Sounds very violent. Yeah, we 100% should expect not knowing what we're going to see there at all. Mm. Well, perhaps children of Adam are hiding amongst these ne'er-do-wells that are mm fighting amongst each other, but uh, we'll handle that when we get there. Should we, like, grab the clothes off of these two bodies here to try and, or oh, do I see any sort of, like, identifiable because the other guy had a necklace mm -hmm. of sort. I would say that aside from just standard Children of Adam robes, there's no distinguishing marks on them at all. Hmm. Uh, do they take those robes? Do they Old both disguise. have necklaces or? Nope, no necklaces. If I recall, Hugh, you do have your old robes with you at least, correct? Yes, I, I do. We could all three, since there's two bodies here, dress up like them when the time does come. Yeah, and I've been around you guys enough to come up with some sort of atom-speaking glow flowing through you in and out jargon. Was Janie wearing Children of Adam robes, or was she wearing just standard caravanner clothes? Standard caravanner, but there mm. are a fresh set of robes that are in this little hovel that you found. Ooh. 
I just didn't put it on the, the loot handout because they're literally just robes. They have no mechanical benefit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if they if they are an away team, these uh, let's call them missionaries. Uh, chances are they wouldn't be wearing robes out in public. And if we're having a clandestine meeting, perhaps we shouldn't draw attention to it. That is true. They may want to keep it on the down low. Uh, how many? Uh, when I, if I recall running into the dime, uh, the children of Adam at the bar, were all of them wearing robes? Only a few wearing robes? Like, Mick 50-50? Is there... What was that crowd like back at uh, the pub? The exact the ratio. Yes. The exact ratio. Not yes. exact ratio. <laughs> there were precisely also, what time... Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they were oh, all... No. What time does this door open? <laughs> you know where I was going. <laughs> one mistake. Just one mistake of the, adding the mod. It's just, when do store open? They're always open. <laughs> Fuck you. No, um, they all were in robes. They they all had robes on them. Um, obviously, some were more resplendent than others, mm-hmm. but the general base pattern was all the same. Mm. I think it we should take like, the robes just in case. Yeah, it wasn't like on one of the robes, like one of them had like a little pin or a symbol on them. Um, like there was nothing other than fashionista, I guess is the way I want to put it. Whereas, you know, the the woman whose name escapes me at the moment, the, the one who was in charge of the children of Adam Parker. with the dugout in. That is Parker. Parker, yeah. Um, Parker's was a little bit more high class. It was made of finer materials um, and also had accents on the, 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 the sleeves of the robe. But aside from that, nothing else. And judging by how the others looked at her, that was, was that easily could have just been a personal choice of hers, too. Correct. Yeah. That's the sense I got when we were discussing with the family. So, Kate, if you would feel more comfortable wearing a disguise, something that we could use as a uh, ruse is that you are a new member of my sect and that our sect is trying to reach out to theirs for a better sense of communion and that would be good our play can be we might uh we might have discovered Beatstown. beatsville but yes sorry beatsville i wrote town in my notes let me cross that out and change that Yes. Uh, it's not like they had it in giant neon lighting or anything. Yes, but you had to get inside to see that. And it's late, and I'm tired. Speaking of tired, perhaps that's what we should do at this point. Yeah. Uh, did you guys want to like look at what you wanted to take from this place first, and then we head back to Beatsville? I have what I like. Okay. Did you already take it? I took the radio... I oh, took yeah. the bourbon because I don't want Kate to see it, so I can make her things later. Oh, and... I missed that. <laughs> I did not see that. Yep. IRL. No, the second I saw bourbon in there, I threw yeah. it in my inventory. Click, click, click. Uh, were you thinking about doing the leather set? Because don't you currently only have uh, yeah, I just got Raiders? The... Yeah, let me take a look here. I just had the harness that I could put the armor onto but I put on the heavy coat oh that's right because it has the one radiation 
I but I would rather module, wear normal clothes. This module does allow you to layer up because of how cold it is. Mm -hmm. uh, however, you just don't get additional like armor benefits from it. Yeah. Also, I could make that a hardened leather for free. Mm. Well, not free. Well, I have some materials, but... What does Hugh have in terms of resistance? Um, I am equipped with a heavy coat as well. Um, I don't know. I haven't looked at my armor in a long time. <laughs> I'm resistant to radiation. Down. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> not immune. Uh, basically, I have, I have ones in everything except for the head. And then uh, radiation at two, except for the head. Okay. I want to take this leather set then. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're going to have to add it manually because there's uh Unfortunately, oh, the way the compendium works is it gives oh. it as a set. So you're going to have to enter in the uh, arm oh, manually. It's a, it's a full piece yeah. the thing. That's a full wow. set. Mm -hmm. That's so much materials I'd have to spend to turn that into a full... Uh, I need you, to could, level up. you could do it on like the chest piece or something like that. So, yeah. If I also don't have to go with Max currently, I could do just the basic one, and I drop my pen. Great, there it is. <laughs> well, to keep that in mind, in downtime though, sounds like we have things. Uh, hey, yeah. You know, roughly how far out? I guess I could, since I know the actual exact coordinates. <laughs> Do you know roughly how far out, though, Kate, uh, Beatstown is? Not Beatstown, sorry. I am tired. <laughs> uh, Big Top is? Uh, it's been a while. It's, you know, not too far, but it's in Boston area. <laughs> Can I just do the math and see how far out this place is from our <laughs> location? The narrator tells you 48 hours. Wow. I think it's about two two days far away from here. That is a bit of travel. <laughs> hmm. Should probably though, just to throw them off the track. That's two mute few. Sorry, I got distracted by our loot tables. <laughs> oh yeah, I just started taking things because I didn't know if you guys were finished. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, there's yeah, some Mufruit in there. Anybody wants that? Interesting. Mufruit isn't used in any of my easy to bake cooking recipes I made for our chart for all of us. Mm, that's for juices. It is for juices. I don't have juices in there. Hmm. Uh, I took yeah. the Mufruit and uh, the caps. I figured you'd take the caps. Yeah. I got a ton right now. All right. Yeah. Shall we head back? Yes. I'd like to say hi to our friendly neighborhood bartender as well on the way in. All right. So uh, it takes about maybe an hour, hour and a half to get back to Beatsville and give the password to get through the open gates. And when you do, you actually see that your ghoul friend, Linda, the one who ran the caravan that brought you here, um, is actually waiting for you outside of Tom's Tavern. And uh, Linda kind of flags you down and goes, 
Hey, uh, do you all have a minute? I know you just came back, but uh, did what was what was what was the whole thing with Janie? Is she all right? You know what's what's going on here? Oh, she's all right. No, uh, Hugh, do you want to? These are your people. He looks confused, and he's like, <laughs> "Oh, she's all right." She's with Adam now. <laughs> oh, oh, I okay, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, was she behind the whole water purifier problem? Because the whole whole settlement's up in arms about that. You, they they know I fixed it, right? Oh no, they're not mad at you. They're mad at the uh, last son of Adam and children of Adam people. Not you, though, Brother Hugh. I think you're good. Yes, it is unfortunate that they're creating such discourse for the sacred name of Children of Adam. Perhaps I'll need to proselytize the area again and teach them that they are a different sect, the heresy and non-true believers. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Well, uh... I actually come with good news. Well, two good news. One is that uh, after this, I was going to head down to Big Top to uh, offload some of my food stores. I hear they could really use it down there in Big Top. So if you want to come along with that caravan, we're going to leave in about two, three days. But uh, the other one, and I heard this from, uh, you know, that big super mutant kind of looking guy back at the tavern says his name is Bob. Um, He said that he had a mission for you all that wasn't unrelated to the one he told you about originally. More <clears throat> missions. Have we, I wonder if he makes good bur- burgers. I, boy, I don't even know what a burger is, to be honest, so maybe. Hmm. Is that when you, like, punch a bunch of meat into a flat <laughs> dish? You're actually not too far off. Then you cook it, yeah. Because, yeah, being a raider, we, we just kind of, like, you know, that's how we would prepare our food. You punch your food. I'm learning so <laughs> to much. To prepare it. See, they don't oh, yeah. know the difference between hitting something with a bat and punching. It's all the same. See? It's all going in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for letting us know this. Is there anything else that you need of us? Uh, no, not really, unless you got, like, three cans, or not three cans, three bottles of vodka on you. I could really use the stuff. Unfortunately not. We could eh. maybe buy you some. Nah, it's not important. I, I just thought I'd ask. I, I haven't had a good vodka in a while. Yeah, I don't have any vodka on me. Sorry. I don't actually have anything to drink on me. I got some more milky work on. <laughs> He worked hard on. <laughs> Would you like your milk back? Uh, perhaps when I'm a little bit uh, thirstier, we can make arrangements. Addicted to milk, right? <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna head over and uh, meet up with Bob again. Okay. So you sit back down at the the booth across from Bob, and Bob leads in and goes. Sure. Are you here about the extra task that I told Linda about? Uh, yes, I am. And I also have an idea of how we can solve your previous conundrum. Well, perhaps the two are related. We might be killing, uh, what's the expression? Two rad stag with one stone? Something along those lines? But, uh, here's the thing. If you're able to handle Emmist and get him to stop hunting me, 
I can help provide security for the town of Beachville, which after the whole Children of Adam debacle, they are very much looking to upgrade their security. Now, part of that, whether or not you help me or not, is that they are looking to acquire some unused protectrons that they can reprogram as uh, protectors, obviously. Um, so if you were able to find two semi-intact protectrons and bring them back, and you add that to me, I believe we could keep Beachville very safe. This does seem very agreeable. Now, of course, I have no idea would you find such protectrons, but uh, that's kind of your problem, or I guess our problem. I guess so. I guess, Professor, you can make it so that the protectrons are agreeable to coming along, right? That requires a little more computer skills than I'm used to. Above table talk, that requires like a level 10 perk. <laughs> but your skills with a standard computer could possibly set them to a personality that uh, would be more favorable. I've I've seen this happen before. Yes, if we would have to find if if I were to do the job, we would have to find ones that aren't already programmed. I could pr pretty easily. I don't actually don't know if it would be easy or not, but I could theoretically write a code for a un like a uh, a robot that hasn't been turned on yet, and put in a code of my design and have it be its personality. And if worse comes to worst, I guess we could just bring you know the if we find a subway one. Yeah, just like <laughs> for the subway one, just be like hold a subway token like like a carrot on a string and just keep running towards Beatsville and just <laughs> that or even uh, if it's the Miss Nanny just kind of keep running away. I'm so hurt. Ah, it hurts. You know, there are many ways to get him back. I don't think those ones are programmed to leave the subway, which is why you've never seen them outside the subway for the past 200 plus years. Uh, the soccer ones, right? Those weren't subway protectrons. Oh. Different, you, different per personalities. You can't be sure of that, but it's possible. Oh, no. The, you can actually tell by there is a uh, about a point zero uh, three two difference in their shade of blue that's around their head. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, that literally the smallest decimal difference in blue. You can, uh, assuming a standard age and wear and tear, you can identify a Protectron's original programming, if it was designed before the war, by what color you see around the head. Sometimes the shade is so small that you can't tell, but they are always different. I'm learning so you much said, about Protectrons. It's such a low number. You, It's like how you were speaking about half-lives with radiation. Yeah. It's it's really hard to tell the difference. And I will make the mistake sometimes of thinking one's the other. But, like I said, you can't. It's doable. They just sometimes make the shades too close to each other because someone down in R&D apparently didn't communicate with each other or something. Uh, speaking of communicate, uh, Brother Hugh, you said that you had uh, some way to deal with Emist. I'm sorry, I've interrupted. 
Oh, you're perfectly fine. Um, with you defending Beatsville, would you want to do it publicly as a Deathclaw, or would you prefer it to be a shadowy person? Well, I will admit that uh, most everybody but Emish is on board with me being an intelligent Deathclaw. It's mostly just Emish that's being the problem. Wait, the whole town knows you're a Deathclaw? Yes. But... Emish doesn't think I'm intelligent, though. He just thinks I'm a normal Deathclaw that terrorizes the citizens. So he literally just saw you being you on an average day. Yes. He's like, hmm, white Deathclaw. Hmm. And then does not compete further. Interesting. Well, perhaps what we could do then is this would require a little bit of the professor's handiwork. We could set something up that looks like it gives you intelligence and that way you would be an intelligent deathclaw in a different way than he's looking I, I don't really follow are you saying that you're going to stick bits and bobs to me and that that is going to convince Demist? no I'm going to have <laughs> you walk through a door that has a terminal by it I'm going to hit buttons on the terminal open the door <laughs> and you're going to walk out intelligent Beep boop boop boop. If he's not smart enough to realize a talking deathclaw is an intelligence deathclaw, he's probably not smart enough to realize that it's that my computer's not actually doing anything. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a good plan. I like the plan, but uh, I'm not sure if it's the fact that I'm a intelligent deathclaw or that I'm the first uh, white one that he's seen. I think he wants to have me as a trophy. Oh, okay. That's, See, right. that's a different issue. He, I thought it was more that he just was like. What is that? Are you opposed to having, like, paint or dyeing in some sort? Wouldn't that wash off after a while? Maybe. Well, you see, Kate's hair at one point was a different color, but it became permanently green. Yeah, Perhaps do you we like could green? do something to make you a green deathclaw. Wouldn't that also make me a glowing one or some sort? I was thinking the same. Wouldn't well, her hair was glowing at one point, but anyone? it's not anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that would make it hazardous for me to be around anyone, wouldn't it? No, the radiations <laughs> amount might not be. If you hit someone with a melee attack, yeah, they'd probably take rad damage on top of that. But just being by you shouldn't be too much radioactive. But the question then is, how do we turn him into a radioactive deathclaw? <laughs> I like this idea. <laughs> Brother Hugh will remember this. <laughs> <laughs> but to circle back on the my original idea, if he's looking for a trophy, how quickly can you regenerate your tail? Bob turns and looks at his tail. About uh, three weeks, give or take, depends on how much you want to cut off. Because we could always give him that to hang up on his wall in his shop so that he can say that he conquered one Deathclaw that was an albino. Normally they like to hang up the other side of the creature. Yes. We could, but if you remember from his story, it was as tall as a skyscraper. So he's never going to be mounting a head that big in his uh, abode. And just just a 
large section of the of Bob's tail here could uh, be convincing as the very tip of, say, this large death claw. I, uh, my only concern is that what's going to keep him from not marking me in my sleep if I uh, stay here to protect the village? I was just thinking that. Well, perhaps I can speak with him further and <laughs> see how willing he is to deal with this situation. Does the town need him? <laughs> he does run the only ammo and gun store in the town, yes. Ooh, maybe. Hmm. That but couldn't someone else do that? Technically, yes, but I'm not sure that advocating for murder is a good suggestion. I I agree with Bob again with this situation. <laughs> I didn't say murder. Hmm. That concerns me more. <laughs> I have ideas. Some of your ideas have been, they say, harebrained. You have Are you remember. saying, perchance, that we put him in a metal box and screw around with the terminal and see what comes out the other end, too? No. I put away my Your terminal. tone of voice does not bring confidence. I promise I'm not a mad scientist. Oh, not mm. at all. No, didn't you get that vibe in the slightest? No, no, not, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Bob and Hugh exchange knowing looks. <laughs> you know, uh, a thought did just occur to me that might solve all this problem. I know the town is looking for two Protectron, but if you got four or six or enough to make up for me, then I could potentially come with you, or at least leave Beachville. That's a good idea. Problem Honest. is, of course, that you're going to need more Protectrons, which is uh, kind of a big problem. Yes, in addition, I would much rather have it so that uh, Emist isn't trying to hunt you still. Well, the good news is that if I leave Beachville, he's not going to follow me. He's uh, pretty much uh, shut in, much like most of other people here at Beachville. I But guess... he could hire mercenaries to go after you, still looking for his prize. Yeah, perhaps. Doesn't he have signs... Wanted posters up for that job anyway? He does, but since uh, you all have been the first visitors we've had in something like five or six months. Hmm. Hmm. In fact, uh, the town doesn't actually meet with outsiders. You're actually kind of a rarity. Uh, normally, we, we deal with uh, Dead Drop Dave, and uh, Dead Drop Dave is... Uh, kind of what his name suggests. He goes to a location, drops off caps, drops off items, then he goes to another location and picks up our side of the trade and brings it back. Ooh. Never meets anyone, never sees anyone. It's a very safe procedure. Could How quickly could he get a message to Diamond City? Uh, depends on the message. Um, we have discovered some info about the children of Adam that could be very useful for Diamond City in helping stop to it would let's just say their water purifiers have gone down as well 
Oh, I see. Well, mm -hmm. uh, with an urgent request like that, we might actually have a radio signal we could radio them directly if it's that urgent. Yeah, I don't want us. I don't want to ruin your guys' secrecy here. So, if someone could deliver the message in your usual code, so no one stum actually stumbles upon this place, that would be great. I'll uh, I'll talk to Dave. Though uh, my understanding is that Dave actually hasn't done a drop in a few weeks due to the weather. That's also fair. <clears throat> would di Radling Diamond City propose any safety concerns for you guys? Not really. I mean, we broadcast cool radio, or at least Daddy uh, DJ Daddio does, and. Uh, hmm. He's uh, we, he's been broadcasting for years at this point, and again, you all are the first to have actually triangulated the signal and come here, so I would say we're doing a pretty good job of uh, subverting expectations, I think is the expression. Okay. I love yeah. that name. DJ, DJ Daddio? Yeah, it's a good name. He's an interesting fellow. We'll have to meet him. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, if we could arrange that, that'd be great. I'm, sounds like they have hidden agendas in Diamond City, and I would feel horrible for uh, our potential home we just built there to not be there when we go back. Understood, understood. I'll, uh, I'll see if I can find the DJ and get him set up to meet you tomorrow morning, if that's all right. Yeah, that should work for us. Yes, and... Uh... I could also speak to uh, Amist in the meantime. Mm -hmm. Very good, very good. Well, uh, thank you for listening to me. Not a whole lot of people do it first, so it's nice to see you're very accepting. Man, it is not an issue at all. Like, in the, in the opposition of the last sons of Adam, the children of Adam are actually very peaceful. It's good to know. Uh, sounds like you, uh, you have a bit of infighting going on, but, uh, I trust you know how to navigate it well. With Adam's guidance, I will. I've been told anything's possible with that. Quite true. And yeah, with that, where are you headed next? I will head to, you said it's, Terry's the owner of the bar, correct? Uh, Tom. It's Tom's Tavern. Tom. Tom's Tavern. Mm -hmm. I will head to Tom and handed him his uh, nicely folded uh, and used, well, after I fixed it, uh, gear. His shiny vest, the hard hat, and the uh, knee pad, the pads for uh, working long days on your knees. Gotcha. And he takes it and he goes, Oh, friend, you've brought back condition better than I left you with. Very, very good. Uh, we've already seen your work on water purified, and we are very happy about that. But uh, has Bob been telling you about our request for Protectron? Yes, Bob has definitely let us know the request. Uh, did you have a lead for us to start? I do, actually. Uh... It, uh, there's a military installation. I'm going into Sean Connery again. Why do I do that? There's, uh, <laughs> there's military, uh, military installation about, uh, 12 hours, not 12 hours, sorry, two hours, uh, north of Beatsville. 
We've never really scavenged it, but uh, there might be protectrons there you might be able to find. Problem is, we don't have anyone skilled with uh, the whole hacking business. I might be able to take care of that. And uh, Tom pulls out a map and shows you on the map where it is. Hmm. I will write that location out. Two hours away isn't that far. We could do that in the morning tomorrow. We may have our day planned out. Uh, from the radio broadcast, they didn't give us an ETA of when we had to be there by. No, nope, they big just, top, gave correct? You, just gave you coordinates and that was it. I, I did say that we'd be hitting out at, at first light, but that still gives us, you know, roughly two and a half days, maybe three days based on their expectations. Let's not forget a rad storm in a week from now. Well, the coming yes. is. So. Mm -hmm. What day of the week is it, DM? It is Sunday. Sunday, so, Sunday could Sunday. be tomorrow. Mm hmm. This is code word. This is code word for this will happen on the DM's decision. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, it kind of depends on your opinion as to when the week ends, because some say that Sunday is the last day of the week, and some people say it's the first day of the week. So we have anywhere between seven and one day. <laughs> or we're in the same boat as what I just said. Yeah. So he did the math. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, man, always get your researches peered reviewed. There is <laughs> not good that it's not good until it's been peered reviewed. Mm -hmm. I reviewed it and it's good. There you go. I <laughs> would also like to DM because I don't want to just say it while we were uh, talking to other people mm. during the trip back. May have looked at my uh, you trinket. Look at your trinket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get you a little Staring at that thing again. Hmm. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. I'm at seven. Yeah. But uh, before you turn in for the night, Brother Hugh, did you want to go talk to Amist? I did. Okay. Uh, did I use an accent for Amist? I'm trying to remember. I don't think I did. Have we I don't think we actually yet? spoke yeah, we to him. We haven't met to him yet. We, oh. we were going to go there, and then you changed his operations to be longer so we could go get food first. Oh, <laughs> yes. I remember this turn of events now. Okay. All right. Uh, well, if you want to go meet Emma now, um, you certainly may. Um, so paint with blood is quite literally a blood painted sign that says paint with blood above the uh, above the door. Um, inside, the walls are absolutely covered with all bits of trophies and knickknacks and little tr and little um, trinkets that are from hunts or from actual animals. Um, you also see that. There's a wide variety of weapons on display. There's things like Deathclaw gauntlets and rocks and hunting rifles and laser muskets and more rocks. Um, but Emmis himself is kind of a an older gentleman. He uh, seems to have a hunched back and he walks with a cane. And as he comes, as you come in, he goes, "Oh, hello there. Um, my my name is Emmis. Uh, are you the, the the young people who fix our water purifier?" We are indeed. Also, uh, sorry, nice place you got here. I'm to have to speak up. I can't quite hear you. I did that. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. I can't quite hear you. 
And he gets closer and cups his ear. Rip out a piece of paper and write, yes, I fixed it. Sonny, I'm I sorry. haven't read anything in the past three years. <laughs> I don't have my reading glasses. <laughs> They're on your face. <laughs> oh, and he pulls them down. So they are. All right, let's see what it says. Oh, you you did it already. Very good, very good. Um, What can I help you with? We saw your uh, wanted poster for the death claw that you described. For the meth claw? Yes, the meth claw. I'm sorry, the what claw? Dead claw? I write down white death claw on the other side <laughs> of the piece of paper and flip it. Oh, yeah, maybe oh. if you just keep saying the wrong word, he'll accidentally hear it correctly. Yeah. The white death claw. Yes. I've seen the beast here and there, and I've heard the rumors, and points to he points to a uh, part of the wall where there's just this tiny little gap between the trophies and, like, a rad stag and then a Brahmin's head. Um, and he points, I would like to mount a trophy from the albino death claw right about there. Does it have to be any type of trophy? Well, preferably, I, I, I would like its head. But didn't you describe this thing as as tall as a skyscraper? Oh, you know, you scrape a lot of things these days. It sounds like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. Oh, my barrel's <laughs> quite all right. Nice. What if I told you that you have already <laughs> captured the White Deathclaw and you're not aware of it? You say I've captured something? You've captured the White Deathclaw, yes. Uh, while he's saying that, I point back to White Deathclaw on the piece oh, of paper. Oh, you're saying I've captured the White Deathclaw. Well, where is it? And he kind of looks around and he adjusts his glasses like, I don't see it anywhere. He's stricken by fear that you will claim his life. But he's willing to enter into a servitude to protect your good city in exchange for his life. Thus, you capturing him would be, in effect, claiming him as a trophy. I'm sorry, I'm claiming him as a brophy? A brony. I'm <laughs> sorry, is that some sort of horse? <laughs> it's actually a, a different kind of uh, obsessive nerd. <laughs> Ah, yes, the nerd. I remember the nerd wars of 28. <laughs> we'll circle back to that part. Would you be willing to claim this captured Deathclaw as a servant to the city? Or does it have to be that you kill it? I think now's when we're going to do the charisma check. Charisma uh, okay. and speech difficulty of four and uh if i look at my chat window correctly you have five ap right now so <laughs> go for uh it. i really want this to go through yeah go for it so i'm gonna even give you an ap mm -hmm. um, you didn't use it all I've been forgetting that I have my fancy hat for rerolls. Yep, gotta remember. Alright. Alright, well that's five successes. Do you want to crit fish with that 13, or...? Let's give it a shot! 
Nope, nope still a 13. Still <laughs> you have wow. done that twice today, sir. Yes, it's my curse in life. I, I I just want to again illuminate to everybody that is a one in four hundred chance that has happened twice tonight. So it's also happened to Kate once last mm -hmm. week, me once last week, uh, you on the first show. We do it a lot here, guys. Yes. Apparently, yeah. You know the odds are just all over the place. But uh, with five successes, you do get an AP back, and uh, MS goes. Well, I, I suppose if if it's going to help protect the town and it's not going to cause problems, I. I, I would settle for perhaps a, a long conversation or long... Hold on, do you all know about Rob Boss? I don't Bob believe... No, Rob Boss, the famous school painter. No. I Tell me more. Hollow tapes of a Bob Ross? No, you must mean Rob Boss. He's very famous around Beatsville. What kind of big, big poofy paintings? hair? Uh, yes, he actually has big poofy hair that looks like uh, like that one over there. And points uh, points at uh, Raging Kate. <laughs> My hair isn't poofy at all. <laughs> it's the same but color. It's in a ponytail. Oh, maybe he's covered in paint. My uh, has what does he hair. have to do with this conversation? Well, if you can get uh, him to paint me this death claw that's protecting the city, I could hang it instead of a trophy. And that then I could say that done. I've captured it. And he smiles as if he's made the best joke of his life. <laughs> Hilarious. Quite enjoyable. I don't get it. Laugh. Just laugh and I just... <laughs> Yeah, I'm I guess tempted to make you a charisma, but I'll let it slide. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, um, perhaps you'd like to meet the White Deathclaw. Well, isn't that him right behind you there? Is Bob right behind us? No, you turn and look, and there's just like a white like strip of cloth on the wind that's just blowing through here on like a pole or something. Yep, that's him. That's that's his tails. Perhaps you'd like to meet his face. I don't know. It's kind of late, and I usually close my store at 10 p.m., so, you know. Yes, you have to get the early bird special, I understand. I'm verifying that. Early worm special? Why would anybody want worms? <laughs> I think it is 10, 10 o'clock, because I looked at it just a minute ago. Yes. <laughs> used to be like eight o'clock or something anyways um yeah well perhaps in the morning shop. then oh sorry go ahead rage yeah. kate oh before you close up shop but uh, can i buy one of those rocks there with the are those little googly eyes on it yes uh that is a handy rock it's a companion and a weapon all in one Ooh, yeah i'm gonna buy one of those of course they cost two caps a piece easily done uh, and perhaps we could do one cap apiece, considering we'd be bringing you the White Death Claw painting. Roll me barter. Prisoner yes. barter. Yes. <laughs> yes. Gotta pinch those pennies. Uh, difficulty one? Difficulty one, yeah. No, I'm afraid that the handy <laughs> rock is a absolutely you have a free 
Tremendous. Oh, free reroll. Are you doing free reroll? Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, you like adjust the I, rim of your hat. I used my free reroll. It's only once per scene. You also have a suit that gives you it too. And I don't have the suit. I turned that in for the heavy coat. Ah, uh, okay. I'm afraid the handy rock is too versatile for me to let it go for no less than two caps. I'm already taking a hit on it. It's craftsmanship is uh, stellar. So I agree. I will. Sorry, the craftsman shift is stellar. No, it's a rock. I walk outside, grab a rock off the ground. What <laughs> does it have to googly eyes? How much to put yeah. googly eyes on this? Oh, that's not quite the right kind of rock. Oh, what makes oh, okay. this one? I just throw it behind my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what makes this one so special? You see, if you shake it. And you ask it a question, you will hear an answer. Are you sure you're just not mishearing an answer? Mishearing what? Hmm. Well, I just shove two caps towards him, and I take one of the (laughs) rocks, and I give it a little pet, and I put it in my pocket. Okay. Do you want to ask it a question and shake it, or are you going to wait for that? Oh, I'm definitely going to do that right now. Okay. Uh, what uh, what what do you want to ask it? I want to ask it, what's shaking? All right. Roll me uh, 1d20. Uh, slash roll 1d20. And if anybody's watched Baja, you know it's coming. Yeah, I, I saw this from Baja and I was like... Ugh. Dang. I think I got a zero here. No, you got an uh, you got an eleven. Oh, so okay. what we That's care what... about is the eleven. So okay, cool. with the eleven, uh, as if from a very small speaker uh, on the rock, you hear as if whispered on the wind. Uh, where is it? Cannot predict now. Hmm. I think it's trying to talk to us about the weather, but we're kind of under a bunch of junk. I'll have to try again later. Especially and if it is a <laughs> foretelling rock, this could be even more valuable than those two caps. Maybe it'll tell us about the... What was that thing you had heard? The radiation sun coming storm? The rad storm? Yeah. Uh, a rad blizzard. Something like that. Oh, you mean the the radzilla? Then he stutters. Radzilla? <laughs> no, it's Oh, no, it's right a... there. Oh! <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I must have heard something. Uh, no, the the rad the rad izzard. I I think it's called. Listen, I didn't come up with the name. It's just what everybody calls it. Is it like a gecko? We we've had those out in the west. Oh no, it's 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 a blizzard. But instead of white snow, it's all green. Hmm. That sounds cool. Well, it's not fun if you're not ready for radiation. He's always ready. It's true. I'm always ready to embrace Adam's warmth in my heart. No, I think he said it was cold. Blizzard. No, his light is always warm. Even if in the coldest and darkest of nights. Well, it's ten o'clock. I should be closing (laughs) shop. (laughs) It's like ten o one and he's... Yo... Yeah. Pushing us away. Yeah, just kind of <laughs> pointing at the door with his cane and giving you the look. 
every second past 10 o'clock, he becomes very clearly more mm-hmm. that this is just a show, and he's actually hearing us just fine the whole time, just mm-hmm. heavily pushing us out. Mm-hmm. Or he's, he's like a video game NPC where as soon as it switches time and you're still in there, they're like, you're trespassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever the case may be, we're going to take a five to ten minute break. We'll be back shortly, everybody. Stick around. And welcome back to part two of session six of Fallout Frozen Atom. If you're just joining us, well, the players have found out some very interesting things about the last Son of Adam sect here in the Commonwealth. They believe they have a location, dead drop or otherwise, that they could acquire more information about the sect via a little bit of subterfuge. But they also, in Beatsville, have been given a request to find either more Protectrons or some way for the resident intelligent deathclaw, Bob, to not have to worry about his safety in the middle of town. And where we're going to resume our little story is all of you have spent a full night's rest at Tom's Tavern. You, of course, have already handled your food, water, and rest off screen. But where would you all like to head and what would you like to do uh, now that it is a fresh new day? Uh, I would like to check in with Bob and let him know about the arrangement and see if he's okay with that. Yeah, because uh, my throat is killing me. I'm not going to do the voice, but... Uh, <laughs> quick, quick interjection, Bob. Yes. I mean, not Bob. May I say, during our eating process, I looked at my trinket because it's a new day. Sure. I'll give it to you. <laughs> um, Bob basically tells you that he's happy to pose for Rob Boss. He just has to track down Rob Boss because Rob Boss goes out in the in the, in the wasteland and just paints random things. So next time he sees Rob Boss, he'll get himself a, a self-portrait. Okay. Then I say we go take a look at this military base if you guys are up for it. Yeah. Definitely. Maybe I'll finally find myself a weapon. <laughs> Maybe. All right. If well, only you'd be so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my goal is not to spend luck to make magic things appear out of nowhere. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we are going to do travel rules here because I think you guys could get some AP off this. Uh, but let's go through the steps once again. Uh, let's see. Is the journey between established routes? No. Difficulty one. Are PCs familiar with the area? Nope. Two. Is the area under control of a friendly faction? Nope. Three. Have you been given good directions? Yes. Two. Are there obstacles in the path? No. So difficulty of one, uh, endurance and a survival, but you can make a case for something else. Um, and then we also can talk the speed. Uh, again, it is a two-hour journey. If uh, you want to decrease the uh, difficulty to zero, um, it would take you four hours. If you want to just get there normally, it also would be a difficulty of zero. The complication range would be 19 to 20. If you want to get there in an hour, uh, the complication range would be 17 to 20. I don't think we need to get there in an hour. No. Do So I think normal speed would be good. Yeah, okay. we'd be getting back around lunchtime, assuming we don't take too long at the military base. Mm-hmm. That sounds fair. Okay. Then yeah, uh, Rage and Kate, let's see that uh, endurance and survival, and remember to set the complication range to 19. 19, okay. Alright, two successes, meaning you get two AP for your troubles. 
So you guys trudge through the snow, and there are signs that uh, there is a storm coming. Uh, not only because you can look to the west and see rolling clouds of white and green with crackles of thunder snow, which apparently is a real thing, just very mm-hmm. rare. Um, but you see them in the distance, probably going to arrive either tonight or the next day. But you do arrive at the coordinates you were given, and what you find isn't necessarily the military base you might have been hoping for. Instead, it is a, for lack of a better term, um, it is a LARP supply store. Or one of those like stores you go to to get like an airsoft gun, that sort of thing. Um, so it's, it's signed above the door, has long since been faded and worn away. <laughs> but if you look inside, there are a variety of pop guns and little pellet guns and things of that nature. Um, but you don't see Protectrons, at least on the first floor. Dang. I grab a pop gun. Okay. Uh, I think there's, is there, there might actually be a BB gun. Hold on, let me check. There, I think there is a BB gun. I think there is. Let's double check. Weapon. Uh, I'm not seeing one. We can always, I can always house roll one if we want. I I mean, I kind of literally just want it to be the the one that has the cork and just pops. (laughs) Okay, yeah, you can have that for free. Go for it. (laughs) Just for flavor. Yeah, go for it. Awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'll just be walking around, searching, looking. Okay. Um, you give a, go ahead and give me a uh, perception and survival for me, please. Difficulty of one. I will, because I'd like to find things, spend a luck point. Okay. What do you wish to find? Um, or, or are you doing the uh, stacked deck? Spending, I'm spending the luck point for the stacked deck, so I have a oh. challenge of uh, uh, yeah. Um, use your, your luck yeah. attribute. Mm-hmm. All right, you got the one success. So you are going to find uh, two caps on the floor when you go to pick them up. Uh, you see that behind the counter, there is actually a trap door that seems to lead down to a basement. Ooh. I will, I guess, inspect it first to see if it's locked or coded or anything like that. Nope, just sort of pops open. Oh, no traps either. Fancy. I guess. <laughs> uh, Couldn't it be fancier if it has traps? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ooh, I'm thinking. Basic. I'm thinking it's a secret <laughs> military uh, facility disguised as a pop gun store, and you'd think they would lock that up if that was the case. More it's of those a... spy novels you've been reading. Look again. We did so well last night. You never know anymore. Um, however, I'm squishy. So I want to go down there first. Yeah, I guess I can go down first, but uh, don't forget those caps, since we are <laughs> hoarding them. I'll flick them over to you. Alright, so if Rage and Kate is the first one down, I need an agility and a sneak, please. The difficulty will be a two. Okay, agility and sneak, which is tagged. How much for the caps? Uh, just two. Just two Dose. caps. Got our rock back. 
Nice. Got a crit. Success. Very nice. All right, yeah, two successes. So, you know how the professor was like, oh, there's no traps. You get down to the bottom of the ladder, and yeah, there's, uh, or I should say the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, there's uh, a frag mine right there that you would have easily missed had you not known, as part of your raider survival skills, to look for a mine at the bottom of the stairs. Uh, I found a trap, so you were lying, obviously. Um. <laughs> so lying if you don't know this is another one of those book smarts versus waste smarts but my next question though before i tell you anything further uh does raging kate have any f uh form of light like a torch or flare or anything of that nature let me see actually i just i took that flare gun uh i have a lantern and I if would... it's dark okay. down there i would be standing at the <laughs> top with a lantern i would not recommend a flare gun <laughs> Inside a in basement. <laughs> Crazy yeah, work. You want to pass that uh, over to? Yeah, you? I'll, I'll pass my lantern down. All right. Uh, so by I the way, my lantern's filled with that weird greenish yellow liquid that the children of Adam have in all their lights. I was gonna ask. All right, noted. So, uh, Raging Kate, as you take the lantern and you look around with the light, uh, you actually see that there's two more frag mines that are armed at the bottom of the stairs. So, good job there. Um, but beyond, you do see that there are four Protectrons. However, as you try to get a good look at them, you realize that these aren't the Protectrons with arm lasers, the kind that would be useful. Oh no, these are Popgun Protectrons that have, <laughs> as you made the joke, forks that pop out with strings on them. I but they it's... haven't, they're still quote-unquote new in box. They are within their you know, cardboard box that they came in. So, you know, oh. small blessing. Maybe well, we can... I'm sure that would be an easy retrofit. Right, Professor? Yeah. Potentially, actually. Yeah. I'd have to have the equipment. I don't have a lot of just weapons laying around on me. But we could take them back, and I tinker with them. Yeah. Uh, is there any way I can disarm the mines. Mm -hmm. There definitely is. Uh, how is you your uh, like perception and explosives? Probably bad. Let's see here. Perception, five explosives. I'm pretty sure zero. Yeah. Eh, yeah, I could try. <laughs> Sounds right. like the explosives are going to disarm you. <laughs> if you'd um, like. I'm, I am squishy, but I do know my way around an explosive. Okay, what's your so I five? I would argue that mm. since I'm disarming, this would be more of an intelligence and explosive, if the DM would allow. I'll allow it, sure. Uh, then mine is going to be an 11. Okay. Go you don't want it. to turn him down so that he has to spend luck? <laughs> I mean, if I tell him to spend luck, it's going to be an even higher number. So It will be an even higher <laughs> number. That is actually... <laughs> really good point. That's <laughs> oh, only yeah. a 10. Still. That's, that's um, okay. So we can handle this one of two ways. I can either have you do a check for each frag mine, or we can just do one high difficulty. Your choice. What is the difficulty as one at a time? One at a time, it's going to be a two. All three at once would be a four. 
you said that you have explosives? Uh, it's not tagged. Yeah. But yes, my challenge number would be a 10. So it would be 50-50 on each roll being a success. Hmm. You do have 3 AP. You have 3 AP, which would get me 2, which means I get to roll 4. No. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Um, let's go for it. I'll do all at once. All right. Um, explosives using intelligence. Rolling four. Complication. Nope. No, but only two successes. Do you wish to reroll the 13 and the 16? I would to not benefit. <laughs> Hmm. I really should stop playing with explosives, guys. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we can't unless someone got a crit. Don't worry about it. Just just let just let me take the beating. You heard that right. He's giving me permission to roll damage on him, right? We we all we all heard it. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was gonna try and assist and hope for a crit, but I'm gonna stand down. Yes, but if you go to assist me, you will also take damage. Hmm. All right. Well. Uh, it's gonna be D is 66 for each one, so first one will deal five damage, so have fun mm-hmm. with that. And then <laughs> the next one... Five damage to where? Uh, I don't think it matters for mine, because it's a blast. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it is physical for damage, armor. Though. It is physical. Yep. I'm, how, I'm how do you calculate the armor, then? Is it, like, the highest armor that you have, or the lowest armor? It's no, the lowest. It's a good question. So uh, I will make this easy for us. I have a one everywhere. Okay. okay. That works. Even on your head? I do. I have a uh, uh, I have a mask that I wear in traveling. You're a spooky doctor wearing a mask walking around the wasteland? <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely a gas mask. So yes. Yeah, definitely a... Uh... Is it again? Gives you a minus to perception, or no? Gives you a minus to charisma. 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 Yeah. yeah minus to charisma. Like and I have one too, but I'm not wearing it. <laughs> I'm not the talkative one of this group. Like you said, I'm the mad. I'm. This is my mad scientist art. Just let it happen. Well, you're gonna take another four. Uh huh. And then. Is that before or after? Another two. So Are you five, dead? four, two. Uh, yeah. So it's five, four, two, and reduce that by your armor. Okay. So. Four, three, seven, one, eight. I am alive, guys. So I'd like you all to picture that he goes in like, I know what I'm doing. And then, you know, those <laughs> Acme cartoons where, you know, the explosive blows up in Wiley Coyote's face. It's kind of one of those situations. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to think that this, this is what happened. I went down there, went to go disarm the first one. The explosion went off. I uh, tried to get out of the way, jumped the wrong way, causing me to <laughs> blow into the next one, which then caused me to blow into the next one. <laughs> And at the end of it, I'm in the bottom just giving a thumbs up, going, I'm still alive. No injuries, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Now we have no minds. But I guess at least it's good. You're okay. I, I would prefer to have one professor over three minds. Also, whereas the beds we slept in uh, considered uh, nice? Uh, not super nice, no. Ah, didn't get the well-rested bonus then up the extra two health. Okay. Just had to ask. Mm-hmm. 
uh, can you like patch yourself up, or do we need to help you? Look, guys, I'm only at half health. I'm okay. <laughs> it's only half. Only half dead. Hmm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm okay, guys. I'm okay. If you, Are you sure? if you say so. Yeah. Hugh, right. like, can we like force health upon him? I'll hold mm. him down, and then you. You guys would so, know. Unlike the sons of Adam, I don't try to force my beliefs on others. And if he believes that he is healthy, then I believe I it as well. Literally walk, I, I stand up just fine. I'm not even out of breath or anything. I show that none of my arms are broken. Like, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay, guys. I almost want to do the, <laughs> what is it when you have two rolls against each other? A post roll. Yeah. I am fine with doing a proposed roll against you. I, I, yeah, I want to do this. Okay. Like, you are yeah, not fine. Let's do it. Uh, I'm trying to think, what would this even be in opposed? Uh, probably a strength and athletics from both of you. Okay, he wants to go. Strength first. and athletics? Ooh. Isn't it the difficulty? Um, well, the difficulty I, base would be a one, but so it's pretty much whoever gets the most successes. Okay. Yeah. What I was will, it again? So sorry. Uh, strength and athletics. athletics. <laughs> You're going down, buddy. I am probably going down. But I rolled a one. Hey! <laughs> okay. Wait. I'm fine. Wait, no, no, no. Do I spend a luck point? <laughs> to spend a luck point. This is how PvP is Yes, I'm going to do it. I don't spend them too much. I'm going to spend well, one. Technically, you didn't succeed, Professor. You just tied. So currently, you're both still grappling Tumbling. with each other. <laughs> Let's see. <gasps> no, nah, no help there. So, dang it, Kate, just a you dust go to, cloud. <laughs> you you go to roughly grab him and maybe shove a stem pack in or something. But you just the two of you tussling around. Um, you don't actually manage to get you know leeway over one or a foothold on one or the other. However, as you are tussling and bumping around mind. down in the basement, uh, you do knock against uh, one of the walls. And you all hear a very interesting hollow noise as if you've tapped a sheet of metal and there's a hollow space on the other side of it. But to you, it looks like a normal brick wall. I immediately uh, stop the joking with each other. Like, anyone see a terminal? A terminal anywhere or a bookshelf? Uh, I see a wall. I too see a wall. (laughs) (laughs) And aren't you glad that I try to heal you? Yes, I'm very orange that you tried to heal me. <laughs> the DM understood that joke and took psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> These jokes are making me rather blue. Uh, do I? Should we try and like? Bash we can this punch thing through down? it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not joking. Do I actually see like a terminal around? No, it's no a, terminal, no bookcase. Mm-hmm. It's it literally like just a regular wall. Yeah, so like imagine it is just a brick basement and most of it is filled with the four boxes of the Protectrons and then against probably the left side of the wall where you bumped it. So trying to make a a quick image in my head. So let's say the staircase is bottom of the screen and then you step to the right and it opens up in the room. The Protectrons are along the right wall and then the wall you bumped into is the left wall. Okay. Uh, If you want to, go for it. I might wander around, see if we can try to find a way to open it, but if you just want to brute force it while I try to figure it out. Always. Always down for that. 
my question is, how are you brute forcing it? Are you literally beating it with your bat? Are you punching it with your power fist? How are you doing this? Throw the rock at it. No. Throw <laughs> no. the rock. Would you like to throw the rock at it? You should just. I'm ask scared. The, I'm gonna no, hurt no, it. No, ask the rock if it will open the door for you. Oh, how? Yeah. What's the cooldown on this rock? What, you, what are the you, hours? You can. <laughs> you can shake <laughs> and ask the eight ball as many questions as you want. Are you awesome. attuned to it? <laughs> oh yes. Do you it's have the spell slots? Have you it? taken a short rest with it yet? <laughs> <laughs> I have. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it out and hold it up to my ear, and I'm gonna ask it. Uh, is there any way that I can? No, no, no. Just ask it to open it for you. Okay. Open it? Question mark. And then you shake it, making its googly eyes go all over the place. Oh yeah, shake it. Roll me a one d twenty. Forgot oh. to clarify which wall you wanted it to open. <laughs> a nine. Nine. Let me take a look at my chart here. In kind of an ominous voice that, again, only Kate hears, you see, or you hear, yes, definitely. And then the wall opens. Oh my god, you guys. This thing Are is you amazing. here with us now? I think you yeah, need to I'm start praying to... to this rock. <laughs> is the but... rock's name Adam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's spoken to me. You've tried all your life, and he picks me. Hey, I just want to say thank you. I was 100% going to walk around, make a joke about how I found something, and by spending luck points to open the door, you saved me a luck point. <laughs> Good job. Me. Well, what I'm going to tell you is that on the other side, on kind of like a bust of what is some person that doesn't really matter, but on the bust of a person, there is a T-45 power armor helm. Hmm. And at this point... I'm just going to give you all access to the full scavenging chart that you find down here. So there is a few bits of flamer fuel down here. There's a few gamma rounds. There's the T-45 helm. There's a thing of purified water. There's two junk. And there's also a pipe bolt action. I don't Where's know the, what you're talking about. Where's the junk about. symbol poop? Well, it was it's always okay. poop. It was always poop. <laughs> I'm going to spend two luck points to turn that two junk into 18 junk. Go for it. You know what? If that gets you to spend your luck, go for it. <laughs> 18 poops. Yes. Uh, to anyone new to the system, uh, you can spend luck points to turn one junk into equal amount of your luck score. My luck score is equal to nine. So spending two points turns the two into uh, now 18. So much junk. <laughs> now here's the real question, DM. Can I spend? I don't. I don't know if it clarifies in the book. Can I spend the luck points I still have on this to make even more? No, I'm gonna say no. That's a that's a fair <laughs> assumption. I'm tempted um, to just steal that junk from you before I before you have a chance to take it. But no, I will not. It's not letting me take the gamma rounds. It's not letting me take the junk either. Perhaps oh, it's not duh, open. Because I forgot to set it so that you could do that. Were those door now. hours not open yet? Yeah, yeah. well, it's. A, I have to specifically say that players can take from it. If you try now, you should be able to take. I've taken yeah. my junk. Okay. Uh, I won't need the purified water. I can take the flamer fuel to make Kate drugs. Oh, yeah, never mind. Take Sorry, it, take chems. It. chems. Take it, take it, take it. Take it. <laughs> 
Uh, let me see. I'll take the purified water because I am. Oh no, I still have a milk. Anyone else need it? I have one. I have a milk, and I don't know what I all have. One second. We can now, always just divvy it out later. Question. Yeah. Who wants the helm? I do want to qualify. This does not count as actual armor because it's a helm and not the full <laughs> set. Yeah. But I will say, if you walk around with it on your head, you might get a few bonuses to intimidation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I could just hold on to it for now and slowly and wear that power. instead of your regular gas mask. I take the gas. I, I turn <laughs> the gas mask off so people can see my face. Nah, I like this thing. <laughs> and I turn it back forward. Would I be able to wear my hat on top of the T-45 helm? <laughs> yes, yes, I'm all about this. This is a good idea. You should do it. <laughs> uh, I will take it then and yeah, wear take it. it. And I already have a pipe bolt action, so... I'll take it to scrap, scrap it. it. Yeah. Go, go for it. <laughs> my, so I will on. take the last three caps. We could just... Uh, keep the power armor laid around and maybe I can assemble a full set at some point. Yeah, it, it's just in my backpack really. I'm, I'm not actually going to wear it, but oh. <laughs> if I want to intimidate someone, I can't put it on. You like take off your hat, put on this giant helm, then put the hat back on? <laughs> yep. That's the idea. <laughs> Alright, well the other thing you'll find that isn't on the list there is that you do find an instruction manual for the uh, quote-unquote Poptron 2000. So if you do want to activate the Poptrons and get them marching back to Beatsville, you can. Or you could find some other way to get them back to Beatsville. But you do have an instruction manual if you wish to activate them yourselves. Out of curiosity, does the instruction manual also come with a diagram? A like, diagram of oh, I see what you're asking. Like take a um, like like a, like a refrigerator manual. Like near the back, it will have like all the parts listed out and how they connect together. Yes, uh, I will say there is. Yes. Uh, can I see if power is being ran to the pop guns, and would it, if it's enough to let's say uh, power a small laser gun? Roll me a intelligence and science, please. Difficulty of three. I don't think you've got yeah you don't have any AP unfortunately I sadly don't could I uh, it's not combat but could I do uh what's it called I can't even think what it's called rouse check what's rally check that's the one you're <laughs> rally. Oh, it's combat yeah so that's only combat yeah I could give the DM one do it AP? Yeah, I'll give the DM one AP. Alright. Roll three. I'm gonna you have location. Oh, luck points, that's right. Uh, I have, it's a new scene, I have a, a luck point. And I have uh, your uh, lab coat. My lab coat, which I'm gonna use first. Okay, alright, okay. well that gets you two. Now, let's spend a luck. Get you four. Ooh, Very nice. I should nice. get that AP back. 
And yeah, um, good news. Yes, you could theoretically take a Protectron's arm or an energy weapon and route power to it, and it would be powered by the uh, Poptron's power supply. Perfect. Okay. I would just have to find weapons for it. I'm sure the townsfolks could aid us in this. At the very least, I have my Gamma Gun that I'd be willing to... I don't to know if we want to wire Gamma Guns into civil defense droids. Why not? Uh, what if they go to defend someone and they're standing right next... Uh, a, a civilian standing right next to the other target? Wouldn't it be just as dangerous for them to have a laser gun if that was the case? If you hit the target with a laser gun, you might not take additional rad damage standing next to it. They'll just die. What's what's a little rad damage between family? <laughs> I thought your whole thing was only when people wanted the rads. Should they? Yes, but in damage? that case, survival would be more important. But I digress. Okay. Well, did we want to? Uh, did I. Want me to get these things working and be following back to town? Yes. Right. Yes, I think that's a great idea. I'm going to attempt to lift one to see about how heavy they are. Nope. That's what it feels like. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I assumed, but I wanted to ask. Now, here's the funny thing. Could I... And I'm just thinking this in my head. You spend a luck to make the mysterious stranger show up. He's going to be like, nope, can't do it, chief. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the idea is if I scrap them, since I have the manual, I could scrap them fully apart. You know how long that would take, right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I do. But there's a red storm coming anyway, so we might be stuck here. It would be more plausible for us to use... Uh, mallet space and have it fit into my small backpack <laughs> then you take them completely apart but why not just let them walk on their own no I will they're new in box <laughs> they they probably have like owner manual things that we can override who's in charge of them they got that new gear smell I do I do check and to see uh, first I would bear find the code for each of them for factory reset so a good reset who's considered their owner and then uh, I guess I would start turning them on and okay. currently program Ooh, them I don't, that, who's your daddy? I'm your daddy <laughs> uh, that yeah. we, the three of us are their current uh, owners Okay. Well, only, that, only if I can find their actual like reset codes for them in the manuals. Yeah. It, again, they're new in box. You can find the manual very easy to find. Um, so, do you want to activate all four just to? I'm not against extra protections there. We activate can... one first. See if it's like faulty, okay. so that we don't have four suddenly faulty protectrons shooting their pop guns at us. Yeah, shooting their pop guns at us. Yes, this is why... Uh, Wait, you can lose an eye that way. <laughs> they're on Not cords. all of us are wearing gas masks. <laughs> I turn my gas mask again. Um, yes, but they're on strings. Like, we just stand far enough away. We can't get shot in the eye. But what happens if the spring if the string breaks? Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll, I'll only turn one on for now. I only turn one Robot on. All right. So uh, as it activates, it says 
Beginning boot up sequence. Hello and welcome to the Poptron 2000. My name is Define User. Uh, it says Define Adam. My name is Adam. <laughs> How might I assist you today? Do you need anything shot at? And it raises its little arms and does, does the pop. And it goes out maybe about two feet, and then it rings back in, so it resets itself. Ooh, auto-resetting? Mm -hmm. So advanced. This must be the 2.0s. <laughs> the chat's uh, referencing Fisto from New <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> Everyone's uh, favorite. I guess I'll go through the manual and do, and do the... Uh, uh, checkup list, like the first startup list, make sure everything seems to be working as, as it yeah. should. You go through nothing, nothing really problem that you're saying. No, nothing. This no. is this is an important lesson for everyone. You do what the manual says when you first turn something on. You'd be saving a lot of people headaches when you call them <laughs> to ask them to help you. Thank you for my TED talk. Okay, now <laughs> I will uh, continue down the line, just doing one at a time going through yeah. diagnosis with each one, make sure they're all good, and uh, until all of them are on. We gotta right. pick names. Yes. We can, I'm gonna spend like. two AP, because as you get to the last one in the sequence, you turn it on, and immediately begins flailing its arms about and screaming, Why was I programmed to feel pain? Why? <laughs> Why? Another one of these. Huh. Do you want me to try to fix that? Oh god, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> I didn't know they felt pain. <laughs> well, I, I didn't don't. know he could turn them on, so maybe that's part of his kink. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, I will do a factory reset first. Okay. Um, are you going to be holding the robot down while it's flailing about, or is somebody else going to hold the robot down so you can do the factory reset? Oh, it's not just a code? Mm, no, no, it's a, it's a hard switch you have to flick on the back of the protectron. Hey. Okay. Yeah, I'm on it. And I would like to roll to hold that baby down. All right, strength and athletics, difficulty of two. Strength and athletics. You do have one AP. I also should qualify that as its, its uh, arms are flowing about, the little pop guns keep firing off and retracting, so it's like, pop, 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 pop. I hand Kate my gas mask so she doesn't get shot in the face. Yeah, that's my. I have one myself actually, but that's where the <laughs> athletics comes in. Safety uh, first. Yeah, should I spend an AP or would you guys, someone maybe? What I would tell you is it's the end of the session. Go with your heart. Okay. Well. And also, I can assist. So, uh huh. Mm -hmm. Go all out. Difficulty of three. Right back. So yeah, uh, Raging Kate, you're able to restrain the Protectron, and uh, Professor, you're able to factory reset it, and it kind of droops and goes limp, and then it activates back up, and it says, oh god, why does it still hurt? Why? <laughs> oh, I'll reprogram it, guys. I will try and reprogram it. Alright. Well, as you spend the next few hours uh, reprogramming it, I think that is an excellent moment to pause our session because we are coming up on uh, 11 o'clock here on the East Coast. But yeah, we'll pick up here and we'll see if you're able to get the four per Poptrons back to Beatsville before that Rad Lizard. Rad Izzard? 
there's legitimately it's a rad izzard and i keep thinking it's a lizard but what a lizard i guess i will uh since the other ones are we could we could just leave it too we'll figure that out next time on dragon ball z real quick though yes pop guns they function as they're supposed to but instead of them just being the corks we put harpoons in them and give them longer (laughs) strings that's a great I, we idea. Don't, we, don't, we don't need actual laser guns on them. We just harpoon trons. Okay. Yes. I'm all for this idea. I all right. Well, that's a, that's that. a problem for future ELH to figure <laughs> yeah. out. Um, Twitch, stick around because we're going to raid somebody. But YouTube, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you later. Bye, YouTube.